0: Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, Weekly Edwards Insider, uh, the uh, 18th. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. And first of all, Tokugawa-san, may I give you a word to
1: speak. Okay, thank you very much, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa, uh, Road to Edwards. Uh Now, this is the uh, second part of uh, Fires in Edo. Now, um, you see, one of my interests uh in economics is about uh measuring wealth. Okay, we talk about money. We talk about prices, we talk about uh production and so on, but how do you measure wealth and this has always been a puzzle. Uh so Adam Smith that is the wealth of nations. But uh it doesn't get you anywhere <laughs> in understanding what exactly is about the wealth of nations. Well, he says it's a a man's work and uh and and that is pretty correct, especially in the context of the uh, Tokugawa or Edo economy. Uh, but And then uh, there was real wealth. And in the case of Japan, it was the mountains, or to be more precise, the mountains covered by trees. And you see, what's interesting is that if you look for uh, the closest thing to the interests, closest thing to interests in the natural world, it will be the natural growth of a tree or a forest. You see, the stock of resources that can use is growing every year at something like 3 to 5%. So, it is, so, so this is so suitable uh, as a measure of wealth, and that was the case in Japan. So forests were, uh, right now, uh, they're the headache for the local government, and even for the owners, uh, Japanese forests and mountains have become a liability. But back then in uh, Tokugawa, Japan, because uh, labor was so cheap, and and sad to say, uh, yeah, uh, pretty easily consumed. Uh, so wood was much more valuable. Uh, it was cheaper to cut down trees. It was cheaper to carry uh, that tree, well, the timber, and then uh, convert it into usable wood. And then cheaper to bring it to the major consumption centers like Edo or Osaka or Kyoto compared to now. So, uh, and... The uh, fires that would burn, let's say, half of it. well, that was Meireki, but after that, each time it happens, between 5 and 10% get burnt. So this stimulated the economy. That put money into uh, those who own forests, and that included uh, the shogun or, let's say, the uh, Tokugawa of the Nagoya or many, many, many feudal lords, the daimyo. Uh, their main source of wealth uh, was their mountain. Or the forests. So uh, it stimulated the economy and then uh, reconstruction uh, created jobs. So uh, the fires were necessary evil and then even had some good uh, side effects. And then when you think of the uh, housing for uh, ordinary folk of Edo, uh, the commoners, then uh, those are really cheap. And also they were uh, very close to prefabricated. Think of tatami? Uh, well, the tatami is different in size uh, from western Japan to eastern Japan, but at least in the town of, or the city of Edo, all the tatami were of the same size. So uh, you say Yojo hang, uh, four and a half tatami room, then uh, uh, a carpenter could know exactly what to build. So they have all the wood carved and uh, sliced and polished in the same length, so, uh, reconstruction uh, would be a matter of days, especially for ordinary folk who were burnt out of their housing. And that was a very important part of the uh, Tokugawa economy. It was scrap and built, but at the same time, it was, uh, yes, it was sustainable as trees increased in volume. Yes. And so much so that, uh, actually, occasionally the uh, shogun's uh, um, officials would ask the uh, local Yakuza or whatever floating population to set the town aflame. You see, they asked for arson. You know, arson was punishable by death back then. And even now in Japan, where houses don't really burn so often, still arsonage is a crime punishable by death. But And then uh, there was a way of asking the um, underground sector of the economy to start a fire so that the economy gets stimulated. So that was one very strange uh, side of Tokuga, Japan, okay? And that's all for this, this time. And uh, thank you very much, Oksana. Uh,
0: and next, I would like to uh, invite again to the conversation. Welcome back to Japan. I know you're here now you. with us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you, Oksana. Hello, everybody. I just uh, came back from Malaysia and then I had a several meetings for eight of us, and then all of them were so exciting. So I'd like to share something about that. So, first of all, uh, we are about to design the token ecosystem, and then we are ready to mint uh, land NFT. It's gonna be on time. And then also we try to uh, mint Zeny as well. And then I'm thrilled to announce that how user can participate in our campaign to buy Zeny. Maybe at the very beginning time, we. Only can issue a so, so small portion, but it's going to be a huge opportunity for all of you to have this Jenny, And then uh, you can play in EdoBus with this those types of tokens. It's quite soon coming. So this is one thing. And the other thing is um, I attended some event in which I had some discussion with the ambassador for our EdoBus. And basically, uh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But I cannot say, you know, something specific name, but I think this this person is going to be the most suitable. I mean, I, I mean, the, this is a guy. This is a guy who should be ambassador for a vice of us. But yeah, I cannot say a specific name yet. Sorry. Sorry for that. But anyway, uh, look forward to it. And then the third one is I finally received some samples of the creatives of Edubus, and it's so so amazing. I think our team already shared some portion of uh, photos or creatives samples in Telegram, I think. And then it's gonna be on our website as well, and it's gonna be on Twitter as well, I guess. So I really uh, I really happy if you could have an opportunity to see all of the those samples. Anyway, the project is going well, and then quite well. And then our team is always, uh, you know, focusing on what we have to do now. So stay tuned. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, thank you very much, Ken. And uh, yes, everyone, please follow Twitter or Instagram. We have a lot of interesting things there. And the next, um, Mitsushi, would you like to up, provide us some updates?
3: Okay. Thank you very much. Uh... I'd like to share updates. It's not update from me, but, uh, you know, the creative samples of metaverse were shared in our uh, team telegram and, you know, the visual quality is very high. I mean, it's very amazing that there are a lot of, you know, uh, uh, metaverse services right now, but I don't think any other metaverse service has this quality of worldview and concept. And me and my partner are always conducting research on metaverse projects and NFT and gaming-related projects. But we have never seen this high-level quality of uh, creative, creative's uh, world of metaverse services. As therefore, uh, even without carrying out tricky strategies, we can, you know, gain sufficient attention and uh, traction to these uh, projects. I think. Uh, this is really wonderful uh, update. Um, so uh, I think the creative samples of um, Edaverse will soon be shared in Twitter, Discord, and other uh, social media accounts, and we can. I think we will be able to reach out to even wider range of audience. So the the reason why a lot of uh, crypto projects have to uh, resort to tricky marketing strategies is because. They are not necessarily proud of the creativity or creative quality of their service, but for this project, creative quality should be our main strength. Uh, that's what I felt when I looked at the samples of uh, visuals, and especially the, you know, the details of castles uh, in, in Edo are realistically uh, you know, constructed and realized. Uh, in the cyber world. I think a lot of people, uh, including foreigners, will uh, sort of experience authentic adult concept and world. I think that's philosophically speaking. I think that's the point of metaverse. You can sort of experience as if you were in the real world by taking advantage of uh, graphic and uh, 3D CG technologies. It's really culturally meaningful that a lot of people experience actual adult world uh, just by accessing the computer, uh, so I think this is uh, not just for uh, crypto investors-oriented projects, but also for uh, cultural, uh, meaningful cultural projects. That's what I'm uh, thinking these days. And moreover, after the online event that we had uh, several weeks ago, uh, rainy season monthly adverse rainy season bootcamp, I think a lot of people started to uh, refer to adverse projects in Twitter yeah, in Japanese mainly. So I think uh, you know we, we are successfully increasing our presence day by day. So I think our next uh, milestone will be the sales of London, London NFT in uh, July seventh. But even after that, I think uh, we I think we can sort of successfully reach or accomplish uh, milestones one by one. And you know, at the point at which we uh, you know uh, launch actual projects. I think already a uh, sort of solid fan base will be constructed and created. Yeah. So I have a, a lot of great uh, expectations for this project right now. Uh, there is not much updates other than that, but I'm, I'm so happy that I'm part of this project. I uh, thank you very much. That's all from me today.
0: Thank you very much, Mitsushi. And also Dominique. could you please uh, inform us generally about the project?
4: Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's in the really, volatile crypto market these days and then the markets really fluctuated a lot and then uh really you know uh bitcoins and also even Ethereum's, the every outcoins actually you know uh the collapse a lot these days but this kind of weak market is really good for the good for the for the startup I think um, this, this situation is a really great uh, chance for the head of us. Um, We can just start from the really some kind of very neutral and also a very uh, sort of calm points just in the market, and that is very good actually. And we're going to be really, really mo- uh, reading metaverse, uh, Meta- the metaverse. Uh, 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 just games players just in a, in a several years time that when the yeah uh, the things started to move up so that's very good actually that this timing yeah we can focus on the developments and also we can focus on so sort of real. Uh, quality of the uh, quality of the creation that is very good actually um we can avoid all the sort of speculative be- behaviors and also mentality everything that we can just focus on everything just to create very good high quality errors that's very good anyway um, and then um we, uh, I have to just really apologize one thing about the speed of the podcast and also the some YouTubes. It was, uh, we just uh, tried to just shorten the time and then uh, we just uh, speeding up this, the speaking language speed. But I think it was really hard to catch it. So um, we just now so normalize speed and in our po- podcast and also uh, uh um, uh, YouTube's and and people just wanna uh, if the people wanna just the listen much much quicker. That so please just uh, manually that you know uh, the making a quick movement and then um, please just the listen uh, to the end uh, because this is very interesting. All the sort of sort of and information just including in this in this insiders and. And also, as again mentioned, we just finalized all the sort of system of ZENI fast sell. That is a quite ideal sort of strategy that we're taking, even a very small amount of ZENI that I want. And also we our team just wanted everybody just to hold even little portion of ZENI, and that is... Uh, very good. This is going to be a really uh, memorial uh, the token because this is the first sale of EdoBus, which becomes a really huge ecosystem in the hugest. Um, and then um, land sale, uh, we are now preparing for a lot because this land sale NFT, land NFTs, uh, so the really big events because the number of the NFTs are 9,690 NFTs. Um, people really... Uh, really looking forward, but then that we are now um, a lot of, sort of organizing uh, Japanese yen sale and also crypto sale. Um We have to uh, uh, just prepare for a really uh, complicated procedures and I, I won't be really simplified but uh if we're just including the japanese japanese yen cell it's it's a it's a little sort of complicated but a, you know we can we can complete it just by by the uh, by the starting point of the cell um from a, um uh, from the 7th of june right and but you know japanese yen cell uh, start from the first of june no it's an uh, application start from a first of july and then Seventh uh, of July, that uh, the NFT will be mint just for the Japanese NFT uh, Japanese yen buyers, and then uh, and also crypto buyers, uh, they're gonna just start to uh, start to push the button from the first of a, uh, the, from the seventh uh, the of July. Um, this is that we have to uh, we we now dividing the two uh, parts of ourselves uh, um, just uh, for the uh, the currency difference. And also, we are now creating a lot of uh, FAQs uh, because it's the many uh, people uh, just uh, giving us a lot of questions. <laughs> and uh, we are just really honestly that uh, we're answering it, but you know sometimes we can catch up. Um, but uh, uh, and, uh, we're gonna just disclose that on the websites these N- uh, FAQs that and then uh, you uh, you can just uh, see that and how we can buy the Japanese uh, 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 how we can buy that land entity on the Japanese yen or cryptocurrencies. And also, uh, uh, you know the older sort of uh, our systems, the older, uh, uh, uh features about Edoras. So please um, uh, check everything, and then uh, uh, we are now, uh, of course, the podcast speed was normalised, but we are speeding up a lot. So uh, please just looking forward, and uh, uh, and uh, um, and then um, I think see you in soon uh, very soon. That it's a, it's going to be a really big event on the seventh of July. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Very inspiring as usual. So thank you everyone and thank you for listening. Goodbye.